Welcome back to the show. This is Braving the Night. My name is Jake Atwood. I'd like to say thank you so much for listening this evening. If this is your first time tuning in, uh, you can listen to this show every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We upload the podcast to all the major platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon, the list goes on. Um, But yeah, you can listen to us on any of your favorite platforms. And as always, we just want to say thank you so much for your support for the show. Um, You know, we couldn't do it without you. And uh, yeah, so I hope everyone has been doing well since we chatted last time. Um, I know I have done pretty awesome myself. It's been a great week. Uh, We ended last night at our church uh, with a great experience in the presence of one another and uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, We got to have a night of worship and it was quite a special experience. I am still, um, I am still really uh, just kind of basking in what we uh, dealt or you know what we got to experience um, last night and so a little bit of that will overflow into this show tonight friends and so it's you know I just want to say um, I am so thankful for God sending his Holy Spirit for uh, Jesus sending his Holy Spirit you know um, there's we could just go on for eternity talking about the Holy Spirit uh, you know, he, he's been considered many different names through different translations uh, in the Bible. You can see him called the Helper. Uh, the Passion Translation calls the Holy Spirit the Divine Encourager. Um, we also see the Holy Spirit being called the Spirit of Truth. You know, the Bible says that he leads us into all truth. And um, he, he's there to reveal Jesus. In Jesus came to earth to reveal the father you know says that jesus is the way the truth and the life and no man may come to the father but through christ and the way that we get revelation of who jesus is is by his written word through the power of his holy spirit illuminating our mind you know opening our eyes convicting our heart of sin that we might repent that we might turn our ways come to acknowledge who he is as Lord and Savior, Jesus. It's amazing. And he's here to help us and equip us, right? And he's here to help us to uh, understand the Creator and how he created us. We live in a broken, fallen world, friends. One of the reasons why Braving the Night um, even came to fruition was because of the brokenness that... uh, I saw around us in the season of life where it was just heavy, but, uh, you know, I took a a jump and leap of faith and just said, hey, you know what, I kind of want to counter all that stuff that I'm hearing out there with the podcast that would just share truth about who Jesus is in a fun way and in a loving way, and uh, that's why we're here tonight, but tonight, you know, we're going to give credit where credit is due. You know, we're going to uh, dive into the Word of God, more specifically into John, the book of John. Uh, we'll hop in there somewhere around John 16, and uh, we're just going to begin to talk about the Holy Spirit and, and really being in, spending time in God's presence with the help of the Holy Spirit. You know, we need time in God's presence. And we need the Holy Spirit 
to help lead us into God's presence. You know, God is always there, but it doesn't mean that He is always revealed to us. And I do believe there are times where God uh, chooses, you know, to diminish His presence not saying he de- he is diminished by any way, right? Because God is eternal, God is the Alpha and the Omega. But what I'm saying is that his presence where we can't sense it. There are times that uh, I believe that God does that intentionally, but there are other times most often where I don't believe that we are sensing God's presence because not because he isn't revealing himself, it's because we are blind to the revelation. And that, my friends, is where the Holy Spirit comes in, in the written word of God, illuminating our mind, opening our hearts, opening our eyes to what was always in front of us. And uh, we experienced that uh, during a night of worship uh, Friday evening where we were in the presence of God worshiping amongst one another. We were standing side by side, worshiping God, growing in relationship with one another with our focus on Jesus, growing in relationship with Him, allowing Him to reveal Himself to us in a night of worship, in a night where the Holy Spirit could begin to illuminate truth. It's amazing. But being in God's presence is something that I have hungered for very much so lately. I I have begun to get very um, hungry to uh, be with God more. And um, I've found that God is wanting to reveal himself in my life all day long and in your life all day long. You know, there are benefits to getting in certain um, atmospheres where God um, can show himself, such as a night of worship. And there are benefits to different times where we specifically carve out time and say, listen, God, I'm going to just spend time with you and I'm going to just take everything off my schedule and put you first. In fact, we're in a season where many people right now are being intentional about scheduling time out to put God first. One of the things that God used to reveal that to me today was um, with my son. You know, God was uh, working on me this morning uh, from the very second that I woke up. You know, on on the very thing that we're talking about tonight, getting in his presence. And uh, it's just so beautiful how God uses our children and he uses the ordinary of our life to show us the extraordinary of his life of his presence, of his beauty. And uh, I woke up this morning, you know, I got out of bed and uh, my son was out in the living room and he's almost two years old. You know, my daughter was out there in the living room and she was doing something, but uh, my son ran right over to me and he just grabbed my hand. Very first thing, you know, that he did was he just grabbed my hand And uh, he just, he said, Daddy, Daddy, come with me. Come play with me. And he walked me into the living room. And he showed me some things. And he began to talk to me. And, uh, you know, if I'm being honest, I didn't focus 100% on him right away. I, I was still trying to wake up. 
I could, you know, I could feel his hand holding mine. I could feel the tug on my arm of him pulling me into his room where his train, little train track is and where all his toys are. And, uh, but I, I wanted to look around and see what was going on with my family, with my wife and my daughter. You know, I wanted to look out the window to see what it looked like, you know, if it had snowed any. And, uh, you know, I just, I, my, I was just wandering around, you know, having just woken up. But my son was so intentional about getting that uh, time with me and about, uh, about demanding my focus. And it was so pleasing that finally uh, I, I couldn't help but just finally just look at him. And when I looked at him and he looked at me, he just began to talk. And, you know, I just, I let everything else around me fade away. I didn't care about being outside or what the outside looked like. I wasn't worried about what other people were doing in the house. I wasn't worried, you know, if the temperature of the room was warm enough. I wasn't worried if I had slippers on, you know, my feet on the wooden floor, I could feel the cold. But in that moment, I just wasn't, I, I, I wasn't worried about that. I didn't think about that. My focus was on him. And his focus was on me. And it was in the presence of my son and my son being in the presence of me that we got to grow in that time. I, re I realized in the, about 10 minutes of just spending focused time with him that his vocabulary has expanded. I realized that how much he's grown in just one week. I got to look at him, put my hand through his hair and see that his hair is growing, that he's getting close to needing another haircut. I got to look at his face, you know, it's been cold outside and the skin on his cheeks were a little chapped. I got to really examine him and look closely at him. And what, what went from my head began to move to my heart, right? And, the, and I began to swell up with emotion just seeing how, how much of a little boy he's become. In his presence, with my focus on him, with my attention on him. I was captivated in that, mo captivated in that moment with my son and just who he was. It was wonderful. In that 10 minutes, friends, that 10 minutes was revealed to me more about my son than I had experienced in the last 10 hours throughout the week. The proximity of him next to me is one factor. The second factor is my focus and my attention. And all through the week, I had been in proximity to my son when I would come home from work, but my focus was elsewhere. And in that 10 minutes, more to me was revealed to him, sorry, uh, of him than the last 10 hours of the week. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal truth the Father, Jesus, He wants to reveal to you. But where is our attention? Where is our focus? And are we carving out moments throughout our week where we can be in proximity with Him? 
And God used that with my son to remind me how important focus is. But even with all the focus that I could muster up, without the help of the Holy Spirit, there are just things that I wouldn't be able to grasp. And we get into John 1, sorry, John 16, 13. And we'll back it up to 12. And Jesus is talking here and he says, There is so much more I would like to say to you, but it's more than you can grasp at this moment. But when the truth-giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. Friends, that's the Passion Translation. I'll read it from the ESV. John 16, 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes... He will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will declare to you the things that are to come. You know, it goes on to say, he will glorify me on the earth and this is Jesus talking for he will receive from me what is mine and reveal it to you everything that belongs to the father belongs to me that's why I saw the divine encourager or another word for that um, would be the helper or the spirit of truth that's why I say the divine encourager will receive what is mine and reveal it to you soon you won't see me any longer but then after a little while, you will see me in a new way. After 10 minutes of spending time with my son, my mind was finally updated with who he really was in that moment. My son wasn't who he was a week ago. My son wasn't who he was in the last reference of my mind. The lag between reality and the last moment that I had with him. There was a cat, there was a, there was a, uh, a gap between the time that I saw him last and uh, catching up to who he was in that moment. You know, having not focused, but being able to wake up on a Saturday morning, you know, and just spend some time allowing that revealing moment to hit me that, wow, I think his vocabulary has tripled, you know, in one week and, you know, how much his hair has grown, like I said, and God is doing the same for us. He's wanting to bring us into reality, into the moment, right here, right now. 
it becomes dangerous after a while just to continue operating off of what we knew. And I think that hunger that I told you that I was feeling was because God was allowing me to grow hungry, saying, Jake, you've been, you've been trying to nourish off of what was. I want you to come into my presence and be nourished off of what is, off of who is. Jesus. The Word of God is powerful. It's eternal. It's living. It's alive. But I don't believe we were meant to just live off of one little word out of the Bible, you know, and then and go about our day with just a tiny word. It's like, it would be like, you know, eating a snack and going out and running a marathon and expecting to have the energy to run it. That's not how God designed us. That's not the way the kingdom operates. And there's time that we can push through, you know, and out of our own strength. But it always comes back to bite us in the end. Have you ever noticed that? That, you know, you can get filled up off of something that God's, you know, nourished you with and you can go out and you can go about your life and continue to move forward. But it, it's like, you know, you hear that term where, you know, he didn't realize such and such until he came to the end of himself. That's just not the way that we should be operating. That's not the way that I want to operate anymore. I think that's the difference between living paycheck to paycheck or being prosperous and having an abundance. I think that God has brought His Holy Spirit to allow us to live in an abundant relationship with Him. To continually abundantly grow in the calling of our life. To, to continually abundantly serve one another. To abundantly obey Him. You know, and the Bible even says that we are nourished through our obedience. Jesus says to His disciples, I have food that you know not which there is of. And that is to do the will of my Father. There was an abundance of nourishment in Jesus' life because He was obedient to the will of His Father. And, and how did He know the will of His Father? Because He was in constant communion with His Father. An unbroken communion with His Father. And Jesus knew that this world couldn't even recognize Him when He showed up. Lest the Father reveal. And so Jesus sends His Holy Spirit, knowing that we're going to need a helper to have revelation and insight and truth. Knowing that even if we were given wisdom, that without the help of His Spirit, we'll mess wisdom up. We see Solomon, the wisest man in the world, falling astray. And so God gave us so many opportunities to use the giftings that He gave us 
but he knew when Jesus went back to the Father that we would need a, a helper. And so friends, as I said in the last couple podcasts, 2022, I believe is a year where God is going to graciously and abundantly bless the church as a family through the lens of a family. And he's going to bless the families, you know, the mothers and fathers with children and the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles, the family. But apart from his presence, apart from spending time with him, apart from his Holy Spirit, we're just going to mess that blessing all up. And I think that many of us are growing hungry for God. And I believe that if we will get creative, if we will partner with God and allow Him to show us creative ways to come together as a family through Jesus that we're going to see blessings begin to manifest in our life that we've been trying to make happen on our own for years and I'm not saying that it's going to be a season where we can just be lackadaisical and we can be sloppy about things and lazy about things No, I'm saying that God is trying to reveal to us that we don't have to toil. That the work of our hands will prosper because we're in the presence of He who even created prosperity. that the dreams of our hearts that He placed inside of us will flourish because He will water our soul. He will will nourish our heart. He will water our life. And that when we open our Bibles, instead of opening it out of habit, just out of uh, a... uh, I don't even know what word to say, but opening it just out of duty, but rather out of delight, that we're going to begin to see the words come off of the page in ways that we hadn't seen before. We're going to feel a sweetness of His presence amongst us. I'm hungry for more of God. And I'm okay with meeting Him in the ordinary moments of my life. Because it's in those ordinary moments I know that I'm meeting with the extraordinary. It's in the natural moments of my life that I'm meeting with the supernatural. The living God.
And I used to throw those moments away and say, ah, I'll wait. I will wait until I can get to that moment where it's going to be spectacular and I'm going to wait for that climax of the of a, a big event to happen to meet with God. And, and that's wonderful and great and all, but what about the rest of the time? The consistency of time and presence of God. And I'm making it intentional as I go forward and as I move forward to take those dull moments of the day and turn inward and acknowledge the spirit that is in me, the spirit of the living God, and acknowledge his presence. And I'm going to begin to stir up those wells. And I invite you to do that. I invite you to begin to stir up those, those wells inside of you. Begin to let that water, that stream move, that brook begin to move. And I'm excited to see what comes out of that living water. What will rush out of that? The potential, the possibility. The little, tiny, consistent moments with God throughout the week. And to take it from my own process to sharing it with other people. To to hearing about their moments with God. It's like little coals that were once separate now coming together to to fan a roaring fire how much more powerful would the moments be when we come together if the moments that we were apart we were we were digging into the word of god and we were communicating with god and praying with him and declaring his truth and seeking him How much more powerful would it be when we ran into that person that needed to know who God was and the very first thing that comes out of us is who he is because God had been on our mind the whole time that we had been meditating on him and we had been praying to him and we had been reading his word and we had been filling ourselves up with God's glory so that it would pour on to that person next to us, our neighbor, our co-worker, the person on the street, on the bus when you go for a ride, when you're in the car, in the drive through of a restaurant, you know, and you can't help but pour Jesus out on them. How powerful would it be that you become so filled with His Holy Spirit that in the presence of other people who don't know Him, they can sense His Spirit on you. That it begins to be like light in their life. Salt, a salt that preserves the world, but also makes those who taste it thirsty. I would like more of that in my life.
God, we are so grateful for who you are. We are so thankful for you, Jesus. We are so thankful for your Holy Spirit. We praise you and we welcome you. And I ask that you would just fill every room up with your presence of anyone that is listening now. Fill their hearts up, Lord. Pray that you would begin to move amongst us, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit. We begin to get deeper revelation of who you are, and that you would open our eyes to your truth, that we would grow hungry for your word, that we would be willing to admit that we have been wrong in areas and repent, that we would turn our face to you, God, that we would love you as you have loved us. There's a song by the title of Where You Go, I'll Go. The rendition of it was by Jen and Brian Johnson that I'm referring tonight. And the lyrics go, Where you go, I go. And what you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray says, Jesus only did what he saw you do. And he would only say what he heard you speak. He would only move when he felt you lead, following your heart, following your spirit. How could I expect to walk without you? When every move that Jesus made was in surrender, I will not begin to live without you. For you only are worthy. You are always good. You are always good. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say, God. What you pray, I pray, God. Though the world sees and soon forgets, we will not forget who you are and what you've done for us, what you've done for us. Though the world sees and soon forgets, we will not forget who you are and what you've done for us. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say, God. What you pray, I pray. And that's only possible through the power of the Holy Spirit. Continually convicting us, continually leading us, continually regenerating us that resurrection power of Jesus that he received when he was crucified and he rose again because of the blood that he shed on the cross we now have access to life and life more abundantly and it's through his Holy Spirit continually helping us to not forget continually renewing our mind in him that we can say that and we can say that with confidence and when we stumble and fall when we do forget we can go to him in prayer and receive forgiveness 
Well, friends, I want to say thank you so much for joining the show tonight. It means the world to me that you'd be willing to listen. I hope you were blessed tonight. I know I was. I hope that uh, the Holy Spirit be with you through the week and that you have many divine appointments with Him. You encounter Him. You go, that you grow to love Jesus more. Until next time.